It's the second cup of Joe and John with Joe Elvis and John Dwyer. Nineteen eighty-five, good year. MTV's kicking. I'm graduating college. So am I. The hair's big. Mm, I'm I, not going mullet yet. But I I think I had a permed mullet. I used uh pro, I used moose members only jacket. Absolutely. Uh, the leather pants. Romantics. What I like about you. <laughs> I had guest jeans. Um, tight guest. I shouldn't have had tight. It that- was not good. That era. So I graduate from uh, Western Kentucky University onward uh, to start my broadcast career, broadcast major. So I get a a really what is a fabulous opportunity at uh, WSMV, Channel 4, the NBC affiliate here in Nashville, which at the time... You slept your way to the top. Oh, I I would have. Absolutely the most highest rated station in the world, uh, just about, let alone Nashville. They had Dan Miller, Demetri Kaladimos, Charlie Mack on sports, and Bill Hall on weather. And then they had a midday show called uh, Channel 4 Magazine. And the hosts were uh, Charlie Chase and Laurie Ann Crook, who would really start their This Week in Country music show. Big War Grandpa, tell me more. From this. (laughs) And I'm an intern getting to experience all this, you know, and this is pre-internet. So after the six o'clock, it's dinner, it's drinks. Three quarters of the set has a buzz on probably for the 10 (laughs) o'clock. You know, it was the era. Uh, It was great. So the uh, Today Show came to town. They're at Legislative Plaza. Bryant Gumbel, Jane Pauley are the hosts in this, in this, at this time. And so all the NBC brass are in Nashville because it's Nashville. Everybody, even back then, wants to come to Nashville. So we, they had a huge stage set up on Legislative Plaza. My job was to hover around Jane Pauley and Bryant Gumbel and get them whatever they wanted. Well, you know, gopher boy. Yeah. I was a total gopher and we're maybe about, 20 minutes before air. What did Jane want? Bryant Gumble. Mr. Gumble would like a pitcher of orange juice. Sure. You know, let me wring some out of my fingers <laughs> in the dark at Legislative Plaza. And so all I just instantly see, uh, I think it was, uh, I'd taken my girlfriend there a week prior. In those days, it was the Hyatt. And it had the spinning restaurant on yeah, the top. The, 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 yeah. Yeah. The, the place in town. Really, Shared in those it now. That, yeah. so, hotel orange juice. So I just run over there and I run into the kitchen. I just act like I own the place. I need a pitcher of orange juice. I got my, for, N- for Brian Gumbel. I said, I got my NBC. I'm from yeah. Joe King from NBC. This is Mr. Like 30 Gumbel needs a pitcher of orange juice. And I was lucky. One of these nice ladies that said, absolutely. So she gives me like a beer pitcher of orange juice wide open at the top. You know, here's me sweating all over the place, running back with a pitcher of orange juice and four glasses in my hands. And so they said, <laughs> I said cranberry. <laughs> they said, make sure he knows it's there. And it was a high stage. So I'm, I'm lifting yeah. it up. So I get back there, you know, I'm, Mr. Gumbel, here's your orange juice, which was probably more like Mr. Gumbel, here's your orange juice. No response. Mr. Gumble, here's your orange juice. And, you know, he's sitting there cross-legged reading his scripts and stuff. In Third his white time. socks and... Mr. Gumble, here's your orange juice. And he turns around and he shoos me away with the hands flapping oh, both in rhythm like this, shooing me away from the stage. So my uh, part of my review of what was great about it was I was shooed away by Bryant Gumble on the Today Show. Put that on your resume. That's it. 
That that was your you said I need to be in this business. That's it. Because I too one day will shoo away people. I want when be. I ask for my my grapes and fan me and all that kind of stuff. I want to be an egotistical jackass, <laughs> and nowhere can you be that better than in broadcasting. Do you have one? Uh, you know what? I, I I'm going to share it with our guests because we have a wonderful person in the JTG International Global Headquarters in East Nashville. He's waving as if he's the pontiff. He's standing up and doesn't realize that he's uh, waving at Holly Street Daycare. <laughs> that that's our view from from the, from where we are in East Nashville. He's he, he's among his people. You can tell that that he's he, this is going to be about 45 minutes be- of his time he's never going to get back this, this is gonna a be the greatest ever. super busy guy but we're so thankful news channel 5 news anchor rory johnston is in the house yes rory thank you hello, so much friends. for joining us he's <laughs> doing his gym nance that's good stuff hello thank friends. you look i, I, I know it's busy. i love that story too Not by good? the way i ju- i just read well audiobook uh yeah Katie. you don't read Katie Couric's uh, autobiography that she just put out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a- a- audiobooks are my jam because yeah. I'm always driving. You know, right. so she didn't have some pleasant things to say about. Brian did she? Did she throw him no. under the bus yeah, or out of the airplane a, a little bit? The bus. Yeah, did she? Much, yeah, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but um, she. You know, uh, he. I already knew that. I'd heard that about him. That he yeah. was pretty prickly. You know, uh-huh. but I don't understand whatever. writing a. Well, I I don't have, one I don't have it in me because I don't have enough yeah. interesting stories that anybody exactly. would want to hear. So there's got to be that level of arrogance. Now look, she's she's lived through television history, being a woman. You know, there's yeah, there's a mean, lot of really good that I was like, yeah. oh, okay, blah, okay. Blah, 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 you know, get to you know, there was some good interesting interesting yeah. stuff. Do, right. Is there a Rory book? Uh, do, you, uh, no do you have your publishing way. people working on that? No. You have no idea. You have no no. You, you know don't want to do that? Why? Because you talk about eighty five. Yeah. Uh, earlier it was sure. you know I mean pictures would come back to haunt me (laughs) there is a picture though guys so i'm about to turn 56 so i graduated high school 84 and then college 88 okay right there's a picture of me on the campus of syracuse university somewhere this is probably 86 i i don't i don't know wearing oh no Tight, tight shorts, sure. you know, white, tight shorts. Dolphin shorts, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. A cut-off T-shirt. <laughs> a T-shirt that was cut just so you could yeah. see, you sure. know, a yeah. little Hi. bit of that, a little bit of the, the stomach. Sure, that, yeah. I did not even have abs, but, you know. And, you had an ab. You had one ab, I think. The, the ripped, yeah. I had torn, oh, and the high, the socks, high socks. tube socks sure. coming up. And I thought. You nailed it. I thought, and I had, a, I, I got a little bit of a body wave. Yeah. Because at the time, you know, you want. Probably Nike tennis shoes this, with the red stripe on them. Yeah, that's right. The Nike Cortez. That's by the way, uh, where is this in the yearbook, or where did this? No, uh, uh, a friend of mine uh, recently. I've got it somewhere. Yeah. Sent it to me. She was she was a high school friend visiting with some other. And remember this? And I had the big shades on, and I just looked at it. You know, initial glance would be like, "Oh, cool." Was that like a Halloween costume party? Yeah, yeah. yeah you went as Wham or no, something. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I pretty much thought I was. You know, it was all. Do you have a story of uh, being a face in the crowd of the ever-present greatness in front of you in broadcasting? Okay, actually, smackdown couple. Well, I always wanted to do this. Right, college uh, educated parents. They watched the news. They read the news. This mm-hmm. is back in the day when uh, we got the morning paper and the evening paper. And I was just lucky that my parents, you know, six kids. Crazy household, Woo. but they always they never you know if we had a question go look it up. And in the Encyclopedia Britannica, I believe we, we had 
a set of Encyclopedia Britannica and Funk and Wagnalls. You went, you had like stereo. Two sets of encyclopedias, (laughs) but they were still old because it was anything past like 1968. Right. It wasn't in there. Woodstock was not in there. Right. We had a globe and an atlas book and we had a dictionary. And it was just go look it up, you know, kid, you know. Perfect. then they'd throw something at me. But anyway, no. <laughs> no, it was that kind of, and we would watch the news and this local newsman in Houston, Ron Stone, and they called it Big Two News. It was the NBC affiliate, KPRC. Yeah. We lived way out in this Sharpstown new development. And I must've been five when KPRC built their new studios about a mile away. And it's so flat in Houston, way down at the end of the street, but you could see the tower going up and the big two. So I would watch, I would run outside in my front yard and see way over in the distance, I'd see the big two and I'd run back in. I'd be like, that's where they're doing that. So I want to be there. I want to be there. And I ended up getting a tour and, you know, so uh, fast forward, I got an internship, um, gosh, in the uh, early nineties, I was out of college messing around for a couple of years. Didn't know what I want, you know, kind of avoiding broadcasting. Got an internship with CBS News. I had gone back to Houston where my parents had retired, was taking a couple of classes at University of Houston to kind of brush up on journalism because I majored in English and get a tape together. And they, the convention was coming. The Republican National Convention was coming. So this was 92. It was, yeah, 92. Bush, Clinton that year. Mm-hmm. And the Republican Convention I th- was in Houston and they needed interns, CBS News. They hired me. Absolutely. I'm down, at the, I'm down at the Astrodome, all the trucks, and the, you know, it was grunt work. We were unloading the truck, and I unloaded Dan Rather's chair. Awesome. That's now in the Big leather chair yeah. that said Rather and tape on it, and uh, parts of his desk that we were setting up in this area for him. And I remember put, holding the chair, looking at it like, this is so cool. And then I jumped up, and somehow I cracked my knee so bad oh that I thought God. I was going to have to go to the hospital. Oh One of those side cracks yeah. on, the, on the truck. And, I mean, I'm laying there, like, crying in the heat in the back of this truck, just like, what am I doing, thinking I can't go on. And literally that day I got a phone call um, from Bangor, Maine. I had sent tapes out, and the guy said, hey, let's talk. And it, long story short, I never went back to the internship. I ended up flying to Maine to interview and started my career. Awesome. You know, the first just by touching Dan Rather's chair. That's great. <laughs> there was osmosis. It was like it was just it was it was meant to be. Getting that first TV job is magical because your your tape is awful. I mean, I mean that third person. I mean, mine was awful. I mean, you're awful, but you at least that was the currency in which to get a job. A resume didn't mean anything. Right. It's it's you put and, the, put in the tape, and if it's ten seconds worth, you get down to fifteen. You'll remember this. This is pre pre internet. Pre sure. you know, I had to look in the back of of trade magazines and the RTNDA weekly newsletter to see who was hiring. Number one, we did media line. Do you yeah. remember that? I think you subscribed yeah, to a yeah. telephone service that would, would tell list, you yeah. tell you the job openings. Found started sending tapes, and tapes literally. I had my brother's bedroom uh, at my folks' house in Houston filled with VHS tapes that I'd labeled and printed and, you know, big padded envelopes and ready to go and a typewriter where I would type up the cover letter and and it was like a system, get them out, get them out. And And I kept getting calls, hey, your tape's okay, you know, you don't have any real experience? I'm like, no, I'm looking for someone to give me the break. It's the chicken or the egg. Yeah, I have internships, but. Yeah, so so there you go. Um, 
uh, there's so many forks in the road in broadcasting for all three of us old men. Um, you know, we have call letters on our resume, but there's certain forks in the road. There's so many stories of, I could have gone to this market. I didn't so forth. One of the times in 1987, I interviewed it in Winston Salem, North Carolina, WXII. I interviewed there. <laughs> well, you took, you. you took my freaking job. No, I, uh, <laughs> That's and, so weird. and they needed a third sports reporter. And I needed to get out of Elkhart, Indiana, South Bend, where I was. Um, it was a, it was a uh, station. I grew up there, and I never watched the station, okay? It was not the station. So I go and interview, and then I'm going to have a jo- an interview in Las Vegas. I'm on this trip because there's two openings, and I'm going to f- – I know, I know, I've seen you. You've been, you've been to Vegas. You've done Vegas. This is really mirroring. This is really weird. But So I interview, and it goes very well. It goes so well that I call my dad, and I say, We're not, I'm not going to Vegas. I think I'm getting this job. This is where I'm going. Piedmont. So I never heard back from the news director. And I, I – forgive me. What year name, was this again, John? 87. Okay. And it was a very big – unhealthy news director eating a <laughs> Snickers bar. It was like Lou Grant. It really was. And I never heard back. And you know, in those days, don't call, don't call to find out. But I couldn't, I couldn't, I'm like, I had to find out. So I called about three weeks later. I said, my name is John Hamas. I interviewed for this job. I thought it went well. I have not heard back from the news director. You mean Mr. Jones? Yes. Mr. Jones died of a heart attack in the newsroom. <laughs> Oh, no, it's not. So, funny. excuse me, ma'am. I'm not going to hear from him. Uh, so, so did I get the job? But, but imagine. But how were you to know? I didn't know. Yeah, and then yeah. how about if I would have flown to Las Vegas? But no, I've got this job all sealed up. Another fork in the road. I didn't get that job. I eventually went to Fort Myers. But you've worked in Las Vegas. So how did the you get from Bangor to that? Yeah. I was in Bangor, 92. It was a three-year, you know, they hired me. Yeah. That, 20 grand, 21 grand a year, but they hired me as an anchor. Like the guy said, I got a feeling about it. He threw me on the anchor desk. I had no, it's a lot. Lo, That's crazy. very cool though. Yeah. Cause that doesn't, you always had to like pound the street before and you it, got to the yeah. desk. And it, it ended up biting me later, but I, you know, having to play catch up with the reporting. But um, right. so I'm up in Bangor trying to learn, trying to, and I finally hired an agent and, and it was around 96, <laughs> I think. Uh, I'd been there four years and, and WXII, Winston-Salem. It was a Pulitzer family. Yeah. Um, Good station. My agent was looking, yeah, and he said, hey, you might have something, you know, and it flew me down. And um, I remember the tip that my agent gave me because I hadn't been through it a lot. I you know, got hired in Bangor as really right. my only interview. He said, just, you know, make sure you know what's going on down there. Now, we didn't have, you know, again, 96 Internet's just coming along. Yeah. And uh, I went to Borders Bookstore. Go look it up. <laughs> couple of weeks ahead of the, the and said, do you guys get any newspaper, Sunday papers from, because they got Sunday papers from all over. Right. He said, yeah, we get, we get a copy of the Charlotte Observer or whatever and whatever. And I said, okay, I just need to grab those papers. And just, you know, went through them. I even called the, the newsroom one day and just talked to the assignments guy and said, hey, can you give me an idea what, you know, some big stories, what's going on? Just yeah. tried to bone up. And I got there and dang, Karen Francola was the news director and walked me around, introduced me. And this was for like a, wasn't for the primary anchor slot, but it was Monday through Friday. So it was kind of like, mm-hmm. she said, um, have a seat. And she hands me a quiz. Oh, <laughs> sure. Current events, uh, news writing, one of those. the whole bit. Yeah. One of those. And luckily I was ready, man. I just nailed it. I knew every governor, senators, mm-hmm. you know, so that was good. And I, th- I felt good about it. And, 
She died in the newsroom. <laughs> no. No. And at the same time, when I... Um, it's, like, my, it's like Spinal Tap, yeah. tap, tap Strummer. <laughs> Can you imagine? Something about that station. A, uh, my agent said, uh, it's going to be a little while because it's, you know, it's owned by Pulitzer, fan, Pulitzer and, and they got to do focus groups. I'm like, and he said, but in the meantime, the station in Vegas is poking around. I was like, you know, talk Hello. about your ears perking up. Yeah. So I ended up getting a job at KLAS, uh, the CBS in, in Las Vegas. Yeah. How long were you there? I was only there three years. Do you like it in the desert? I loved it. And my now ex-wife, she's from Maine. She wanted to get out. And all our friends were, you're crazy. I said, no, we're young. We're, you know, we were engaged. Sure. We lived out there for three years. It was fun. Made a lot of friends. The funny thing is the station in Maine, it was family owned. They owned the station in Bangor and Portland. Family owned in Vegas. It was Landmark Communications. Those are always good ones. Coincidentally, they owned the Weather Channel they had founded way back when, and two TV stations, KLAS and WTVF Channel 5 Nashville. Landmark, this family. So I'm working for good people overall, good stations. Then I took a job in Indy um, at uh, the the NBC because that's when I realized I need to get some reporting under me. Mm -hmm. And I was the weekend anchor, three-night-a-week reporter, very competitive station, competitive market, number one. but WTHR. THR. Channel 13. And I learned Good stuff. more in the six years I was there. And it was the toughest because the news director was hard driving. I mean, it was, but it was the best thing for me. Again, family, family owned. owned. Yep. Yep. And they spent a lot of money. So I was spoiled. Then looking for a- <laughs> Rory, looking, you, you were, let me trust I, you. I was. You, trust me. You were, you were very spoiled. Very. Because that, yeah. yeah. This was I've a place on the other where side. it's like, uh, I need to, I need some shots for my story. Okay. And grab the pilot helicopter pilot who's sitting in the newsroom full time and go out back to the helicopter that's on the pad and go fly. Or if you have a story where you need, I need to go to Seattle because these people aren't answering me, book a flight, go to Seattle. Yeah. They did it the right way. Yeah. And that's fun. That's fun when you work for people that are committed. Now I'm not sure it reflects in the salary necessarily, but you know, I mean, they were competitive. That's Uh, a 26 mark that acts 15. Yeah. Right. People, they like to brag, but it yeah. worked, and they're dominant number one. And then I knew I was like, okay, time time for a Monday through Friday. I'm ready. And I was about to go to Charlotte. had an opportunity oh there. It was a good station. Sure. And then um, um, Nashville called, and, I, you know. Talk about that again, transition. Landmark Communications at landmark. the time. Oh, God, Back to good. Landmark. They knew me, so it really fit well. Right. Yeah. But. 17 years ago, by the way. You were replacing probably one of the biggest names in Nashville television, Chris Clark, at the time. So, Well, well not according to you, Mr. Channel 4 fan. <laughs> well, we were kicking your he, ass. By yeah, the way, he is. Channel 4. Do, do you know that Joe has slept with Snowbird? Did you know that? <laughs> that would not surprise me. <laughs> no, that would not. <laughs> Just don't it. touch news hounds. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's a different story. And drop the hound. Tonight at 10. <laughs> so what were your thoughts of uh, how did they work that in? Because uh, Chris kind of slowly right. bled off, I think. But uh, that was that had um, to be a big challenge for you. You know what had happened? See, it was 05 when I started, so 17 years. Um, it was the summer of 04, and my contract was weird up in Indy where I had some flexibility, and, you know, my news director knew I was looking around, and no one in that – the main anchors at that station were not going anywhere. And they made it clear. They were very honest with me. They were just, we want you, you know, we want you to stay, yep. but there's really not a lot of upward movement, man. So they said, we'll help you if you, you know, come to us before you accept a God, job. This doesn't somewhere. happen anymore. Yeah. And um, Charlotte called and it was the, it was the ABC. It, at the time it was Cox owned SOC. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good station. Oh, yeah. 
uh, w- went there. I think Robin Whitmire was the news director, how I remember these names, but had a really good interview. And what had happened there is they had a main guy had been there a long time, not quite like Chris Clark, but a long time who I think at the beginning of the May book just told them, yeah, I'm done at the end of the May book. Mm. Not much notice. So it was the summertime and they had a backup guy, but they were looking and I was thinking, this would be a really good place, good place to raise kids. But, you know, is the audience going to accept me? This guy, whoever he was, like Bill Walker or something, he was gone. And all of a sudden this new guy's going to show up. Whereas in Nashville, they had explained the year before, over the phone, I did an interview with them, and they were in no, Chris Clark apparently had signed his final five-year deal and told them this is it. So they had five years to kind of figure out a plan. And I think we're a couple years into it when they called me. Nothing came of it, that phone call. Mm. My agent, you know, that whole year, I was like, okay. And that's why we were looking at Charlotte. And um, the Charlotte thing was coming along, but again, had to wait. And my agent said, um, happened to know that Mike Cutler, the news director at Five, real mm-hmm. well. And he said, you know what, let me, he said, I think Nashville's still looking. I said, they're still, they talked to me a year ago. And he said, yeah, well, they have a couple more years before this guy retires. And uh, long story short, he called and said, hey, if you're still interested in this guy, Rory, he's, he's, we're about to ink a deal in Charlotte. You know, and that kind of bumped him yeah, up. Well, uh, let's bring him down. Well, now let's they're on the clock. Yeah. So they brought me yeah. down and, and met and, and finally, you know, I got the deal. And I, I preferred Nashville. I had family here. And it's just, not, you know, I mean, nothing against Charlotte. Lovely city, but I like live music, so. There, there you go. But the deal was, wow. look, we're going to transition. Chris is going to come off the 10. He's got a lot of time off. When he's off, you're going to fill in. And what happened was I got on the air in October. In December, he left for double knee replacement surgery. He, like, patted me on the shoulder. You're doing great, kid. See ya. <laughs> so suddenly I'm anchoring everything, you know. What a great transition, it though. Is. If you could, it never happens that way in it broadcasting. It's usually somebody gets fired. They get, yeah, you're yeah. the new guy. They don't, you're, you're not from us. There's all that kind of. It was of, this beautiful, beautiful step-down yeah. overlap. Uh, yeah. Did some promos. You could, you know, Chris, even in the newsroom, he went out of his way to kind of, he could, you know, to kind of put his arm around me, let everybody know he's okay, yeah. you know, yeah, which was the big relief. Yeah. And so by the time he finally, he was only doing the six, I think the last six months of mm-hmm. his, he was off the 10. I was, so, but the Monday came, he was gone. I was there and it was just like nothing. Seamless. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, uh, and then, that does not happen a lot. God forbid things started to happen at four. You know, just with, with Dan passing away so suddenly and this series of just weird things because I knew they were the, you, could, you know, four was the, Dog. we were a good number yeah. two, but they were the, they were it. I, I mean, I knew that from years prior. And then all these things started happening over there and we just kept doing our thing, just head down, just do our thing. But it was unfortunate, obviously, as you know. It was great. Uh from sharing the set with you at News Channel Five well, doing weather, on, yeah, you I did weather. There's no, there's no Rory, career Rory. you and, haven't had, Joe. Well, since Rory's tenure there, it, as he said, it was a, a a slow ascent, and then it was a rocket ship to number one, like not even close, and it was a complete 180. Channel Five was way on top, four was way on the bottom, 
And like in uh, Anchorman Channel Two, yeah. <laughs> <But> two <laughs> when that two, movie came up, two is like the li- yeah. Can you imagine? Right. It had to be two, right? Does art that? imitate yeah. life or what? But you're on channel. You talk two. about the little engine that you know won't. Right. I mean, talk yeah. about you know because <laughs> we are grinders. All of a sudden, the yeah the grinding paid off yeah. because four and it wasn't anything. You know, so many good people over there yeah. working hard. It was it was. I tell people. It was all upstairs that that messed things up there, and all of a sudden two's like, we're in the game. All of a sudden, can we play two? It was like and, the reindeer yeah. games. We 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 can we can we join two? Can we play? Funny. Can we play here? So so Where's, the demos got got. Anyway. We always were. You know, we're never going to be number one overall, but the demos we kind of chipped away and, and and did a did a few good things. There were some some good moments, some good know years what in you're there. Talking about when you say demos though. Demographics. These yes. would be um, twenty-five specific, to fifty-four yeah. single women making seventy thousand yeah. dollars more in Williamson County. Those very are the eyeballs we want. Do I know? Yeah, I have no nothing. Advertisers about. want. I know it's very complicated. Oh, we'll talk man. about your test numbers soon. Yeah, <laughs> but where does the lineup sit? You score. <laughs> where does the lineup sit now? Still, Channel Five's up top. Yeah. Who's battling for second now? It's it's a, it's between the two. Yeah. Two and four. Yeah, it and then you had Fox the Seventeen part. come on with their newscast. Yeah, they do. And it's every just now, different. Every now they chip and then away. That's depends. a good. They chip that's a good away too. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it just depends on what people are. Why? I mean, there's some day. I, you know, some days where we'll kind of look and go, "What what went wrong there?" I can't figure it out. I try not to look. My, I, my, I really don't. I, my fun part uh, of doing TV, I love weather. From my flying, I fell in love with weather. Went and got my weather certification, blah, blah, blah. I was going to say, you should probably get into it. Oh, Man. right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You did do that. You did dabble in that. Joe got his, his uh, meteorology degree online. You worked very hard for that. Uh, you worked at RFD TV, is that correct? I did. I, and then you worked in at Channel the, uh, 5 for a while. I did the part-time uh, Penn State, Mississippi State yeah. schooling and got my certification. And I needed the internship or the opportunity that we're just talking about that. How did that come about? The channel five. Because of my fabulous wife. So uh, my wife is in Lowe's. She slept with Snowbird. And no, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I got off track. She's in Lowe's. Ron Howes is right in front of her in line. Right. Tap on his shoulder. Oh, you're kidding me. Is that the story? She go. He turns around in his Ron Howes way. And uh, she goes, can I tell you about my husband? Why? Sure. And she said, He's just finished all his schooling, um, and I had all my Joe Elvis 23 years in radio, so he was familiar with who I was. He listened to the radio. He said, uh, Kim said, I'm look, he, he needs an internship. He needs a break. Tell him to call me today. And I, I emailed him, and I called him. He instantly got back, said, come on down, and I started my internship that next week. And that led to uh, RFD-TV which is out of Nashville. It's a nationwide uh, ag station. And I was on a show called the Market Day Report, which is like the CNBC of ag. So I did ag weather. And uh, they were looking for Charlie Neese. Charlie Neese was a longtime great meteorologist at Channel 5. And Charlie turned it down. He said, but I got a guy who's ready. And he referred me. So uh, I worked at RFD. And then uh, fast forward, Ron Howes, who is such a tremendous man and one of the absolute best meteorologists on television. By the way, I've said this before, probably the smartest overall. Brilliant. Brilliant. Just well-rounded renaissance man. The guy is just amazing. He is. He's, he just makes you want to up your level constantly and a tremendous guy. So Ron retired and uh, 
currently now Bree Smith is on board. She came in from St. Louis. Well, then Bree was pregnant, so they needed fill-in work sure. for, for several months. And so uh, I did that, which would mean being with Rory on the 5, 6, and 10 on Friday nights. How good is that? And that was just, for me... Friday nights in a broadcast room yeah, is... Uh, we had fun. Yeah, I had to suck it back in. I, I was know, like, and I appreciated the, especially when you started bringing in the agave tequila, the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I did come from my That's my boy. What's the, what's the smell in the studio oh, right now? Oh, Friday nights. <laughs> Joe's here. Yeah. Oh Can we do a 1020 smoke I've break? Always, <laughs> but I've always said I wish, you know, I was born just a little earlier. I miss that heyday, man. You know, all the stories about hee-haw mm-hmm. tapings in that building. But no, it, it was great, man. We It was fun. So I, I went right back to after years of broadcast experience, I was like, you know, the deep breath. Because we had Rory. The station was number one with just mega power. You had eyeballs on you. It I mean, there, there, is some, there is some pressure there. You're, and you're a, a local lot. guy. And, and you're a no, you know, known co- you know, commodity. We get the radio. I did two tornadoes. And almost big flood. You know, we have big stories that just wham happen. So that was my first high pressure newsroom, yeah. and just thrown but into let it. Let me ask you this: Were you surprised? And John, you, people probably ask you, and I know, uh, knowing you, and also just I've been in the business long enough. I, I think people are surprised who come and visit or hang out a little bit at how downright goofy and stupid and you know the joking that goes on in this serious business with deadlines, which we take seriously, you know, I mean, when, when it hits the fan, everybody's on go, but maybe it's because of that, the deadline, the pressure, the stress or whatever, because we are just goofballs, it's you know, fun. do yeah. not take ourselves seriously. I mean, we're throwing zingers at each other right before it's like five, four, and we're saying things under our breath, yeah. you know, that just, it's hilarious. Yes, it is. But it just, for, to me, it's just, that's what makes it fun. It's like this show. The and best people part who was, are watching, they're just like, oh my God. Yeah. The, the best part, of, the best part of the show is the commercial break. It's before the mics come back on. And, right. and, and we had to be careful when we went on the internet, the very beginning, oh, because the, the open mic, because the open mic stayed open during the commercials. You couldn't feed. run the commercials on the live intranet worldwide web feed. <laughs> And so we learned kind yeah. of the hard way. We had people saying, that hard. You know, by bl- the way, we're listening to the streaming. And we can hear and everything we, you say in the commercial break. Oh, no. I think I think a few local people have gotten in trouble because of that. If I and we don't have to go into de- detail, but you can. Yeah, you. <coughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rory needs to go. Out. Another shot of tequila <laughs> from Mister Johnston, please. <laughs> but but no, it is. It's a little stifling here. I wish we had more of a breeze. Breeze. <laughs> sorry, breeze I could I could break the window and you could uh, no. Uh, but to end nope. that story uh the best part about channel five is what rory alluded to it was a landmark station and the the it was different i had came from radio which got power cluster corporate shutdown um <laughs> you know in radio we were a 24-hour live station when i left radio and the way it is now on that station there's not one live person it's practically run on a server out of the closet right. and channel five. When you walk in the, in the, in the historic old, old building that's been there for decades and decades, uh, when you make a left cut uh, towards the dressing rooms, there's a, a wall of pictures and it's everybody's new hire picture. And the pictures are 20 years old, 30 years old, yeah, yeah. 15 years old. They don't change them. You don't even recognize the guy you're working with. Cause that was his shot 20 years ago. <laughs> and, People stayed, and they they, they well, treated the them well. Market, it was know, a great it was a great place I to be. Started here. I'm I'm having you know 
I went to lunch. My lunch for my my visit was at Midtown Cafe. You know, back then yeah, there were like a go to couple of restaurants. Sure. You want to talk about Granite where Falls? Where there, there maybe was, the Palm. We would go to Germantown Cafe because it was near, you know, if it was an easy lunch, what was the other place in uh, Mad Platter or whatever? Mad Platter was down in in Germantown area. Yeah, because it was close to Channel 5. Valentino's. Yeah, there were just those handful of restaurants. And so there we are, Midtown Cafe, and they're like, you have to have the lemon artichoke soup. (laughs) And to this day, if I go in there, I have it because it's so good. I still go. It's Randy, it's a great place. But sitting next to Chris Clark and Vicky Yates, and, you know, even my news director at the time, Mike, these people had been there, I mean, years and years and going on. And, and I was counting, Ron Howes had been there. And I was thinking, this is cool. And then I was thinking about the other station, long time people, both, you know, it Bob was, and Ann. And it was yeah. Bob and Ann. I mean, they were, I think, at one point, the longest running actual team, local, 30, 35 years or together. Something like that. Yeah. 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 So I was thinking, okay, this, this could be cool. You know, Let right. me ask you this, Rory. Um, one, let's get this out of the way. Yeah. And, and this is probably the most hard-pressing journalistic question I'm going to ask. I know everybody is saying you've buried the lead, John. Get to it. Uh-oh. Explain Rory, the name, and the spelling. Yeah. Um, it is uh, not short for anything, uh, from what I understand. <laughs> um, my parents have told me... so. Do you not have the story down, Rory? This is, this is, well, okay, here we go. Ready? Cut. Three, two. It's the Scottish spelling of the Irish R-O-R-Y. Oh, okay. Oh, how's that? Cool. Yeah. The R-O-R-Y is like Gaelic and R-H-O-R-I is in there and there's all these derivatives and, you know, there's Rodri and all that. If you look it up and my parents, I'm the seventh born, you know. Six, uh, seven, <laughs> running out of names. Yeah, uh, one girl and then six boys in a row. Oh my. And I come along and they're like, "We got to find a name for this one." And uh, <laughs> they looked in the the family tree somewhere, and way up oh, in the okay. family tree. There's an R H O R I, and and my mom said, "Yeah, I like that." When when I got hired in Maine, they said, "Look, can we spell it R O R Y on uh-huh. air?" And I said, "You can call me Dewey." Decimal system. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> you give me a job in TV, so I, it's I'm, still Rory, and it, they say it's a little simpler yeah. on the eyes, and yeah. you know. And uh, my dad was not happy about that. Sure, dad, please. But uh, when I went to Vegas to my second job, I said, "Hey, by the way, you know, this is how I spell it. Do you think they're like, oh, I like that? It's unique." So yeah. I've been back to the the R H O R I. So it's a Scottish origin. Uh, it, that's Ish? what I'm told. Yeah, Ter- terrific. Yeah. Um, seriously, look to be any place let alone an anchor person, uh, anchorman, 17 years, you've got to, um, I always say longevity does not necessarily mean greatness, but um, to stay in this business, to stay at it, stay at it at a high level. Um, when I think of you, I think um, the word that comes to mind is authentic because I know you off air, um, not well, but but know you, and and your delivery on the air and your, your sense of calm and cool. Uh, I, you know, I flip around channels and I see you and I don't, there's there's not a weak link and and there's not a bad show at least um, from the person you know in the living room watching. Um, how do you keep that consistency and and I think it, you know viewers can tell inherently whether this person oh, cares yeah. Yeah. and you have that that it Thanks. and I don't think it's a it's not a showbiz thing though Rory you are you and and that's I can't think of a, a better way to say it. That's really nice, but I. Um... <laughs> 
Your agent said I nailed it. Yes. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for reading the paragraph that I sent you ahead of time. <laughs> we are uh, we are goofballs. You went above and beyond. <laughs> I did. Thank you. Um, you know, uh, I you learn. I don't know. I just learned early on. It's true. You can't fake it. There's a side of me that you know, as, as I kind of look ahead now to what, you know what am I going to do down the line. Mm. I, I mean, I would. I love coaching younger talent mm-hmm. and sitting there and looking at tape because I had a lot of coaching too. I mean, there was a lot. You know, you look at my early stuff and it was deer in the headlights and where you learn to finally just stop worrying about it, relax. If you're prepared as much as you can be, right? And if you understand, this is what I can pound into the younger journalists is you got to pay attention. If you understand a little bit about what's going on in the world, like pay attention, read a little bit, listen to the... You know, if it's like anywhere near the top of the hour and I'm in my car, I'm, I'm scrambling to find whatever news station. I want to hear the headlines. It's just a couple of minutes, but I want to hear the headlines. Just so it, you never know when it's going to help you. If the teleprompter goes out or if you whatever and you, you all of a sudden you, you're, you have to ad lib or whatever on the fly, you're confident that, okay, I can make a few points about this and get through it and be confident. So important. The re- you're right, though. The rest is... There are some days, years ago, I was at some conference and this old journalist was, was talking, some kid asked about anchoring and perform, you know, and, you know, and said, well, are you an actor? Oh my. And this guy got so angry. Mm-hmm. I am a journalist. And he went on and on. And I'm sitting there and you know, later I talked to the kid and I said, you know what? You are part actor. And I don't mean to diminish the journalism side, but there is a performance element, right? Sure. People at home are expecting Rory Johnston, you know, not... Rory, who maybe, you know, had a really bad morning or, you know, whatever it is, they, they're expecting consistent. And so when the light goes on, you have to take that breath, as you know, Joe, and just, all right, everything out, and I'm just focused on what I'm doing. And there are days, I will admit, where it's just, you're just on autopilot because so much is going on in your life, you know. I went through a divorce, and there were some days where it was just like, you know, oh, boo me. <laughs> but first, my story. The end of my life. You know, everything is... Mo- and then you walk into the studio, the light goes it's like, on, and right, it's- shake it off and Suck it up, up. buttercup. But it, after a while, it's... Uh, you just... I don't know. I, I It's maybe my family, maybe uh, the stations I've worked, where you just got to be yourself and let the chips fall, and people are going to judge. You know, if they like you, they like you. If they don't, they don't. And you move like, you know, I didn't know this was going to last. You know, I thought, I told, I remember my ex-wife and we had little kids and is this going to work? And I have no idea, but we're going to move to Tennessee, knock on wood. Let's oh, see, it's worked. Let's see what happened. And luckily it, it worked, worked, but I mean, it's worked, you know, I, people all around me, it's just the pieces fit and I felt good. And when I started getting calls or emails from viewers saying, are you related to Chris Clark? You you remind me of a younger Chris Clark. You, and I, I had see never seen the can. I didn't yeah. see it. And and are you kin to Chris? Boy, you and I, right then I was like, oh, this is good. Uh, this this could, that could this be. could this could have some se- yeah. shelf life to yeah. this. Yeah. So I mean, I'm fortunate. I am. I, I you know I appreciate the kind words. Wow. What's uh, so rewind to when you started to now? Nashville sure has changed. Uh, Has it with our growth? No, that's what and I love about this town. Don't just, you wish you'd have bought more? I want more cranes. Sucking time, never changing. Don't you wish you'd have bought half the property <laughs> around your start. stadium <laughs> station right now. Um, yeah, there was this little property in Germantown. Let me tell you. See, yeah, uh, you could have retired. Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. What's one of your favorite stories? I know the floods in there probably, but uh, 
Not that that's a favorite event, but yeah. oh, <laughs> well, yeah. well framed, Joe. <laughs> I'm glad you did weather. What was one of your challenging um, things to report on, or a memorable story? You know what? To be honest with you, it was recent, and it was you know there's so many, and you guys, you, you know, it's like you run on adrenaline, and you're just like, okay, this is got to do it. Um, was the Christmas Day bombing? Oh, sure. Yeah. And so. That year, just the whole, everything was just so bizarre yeah. for everybody. And it was such a long year. I never worked from home. I didn't want to work from home. Good for you. Um, I had the setup. They went out and bought these huge, cheapo TVs and with a, a flash drive to put in with the graphics and kind of explain to us, here's how we're going to do it if we do it. And I, I, I told them from the, from the start, I, I'd rather come in. And I did. And, you know, there, was, there were literally like five of us in the newsroom. It was just the weirdest thing. So we get through the year, and we had George Floyd, and then we had the unrest in Nashville, and then we had, you know, all the COVID, and what else was going Everything. We get to the end of the I finally had some time off. My kids were not coming over till like, 1 o'clock Christmas Day. They live with their mom nearby, and I'm just thinking, okay, Christmas Eve. Went out. Met some friends, as we do. It's a tradition. We meet at Legends Corner. Mm-hmm. And it started as a tradition when Legends was the only place open on Christmas Eve. You know? <laughs> I've been in TV. I've eaten, a, I've yeah. eaten at uh, so, yeah, you know, there were a lot of places few, like that. And it was, a, it was like all the... I've eaten at Walgreens. Any, <laughs> the Bachelor. Whoever was like, nothing to do Christmas Eve, we'd meet down there and have a drink and then you know, go home. So I'm home with my dog and fire in the fireplace, and I'm drinking the whiskey sours and rapping and... Drinking more whiskey sours. <laughs> you get the picture. And it's late. Snowed out a little bit. I remember, oh, I could sleep sure in. And I went to bed late after. Did I mention the whiskey sours? <laughs> At once. Yeah, yeah. And then my phone rings, and you know it's like 8.30. And I saw it was Michelle, my assistant news director. And I'm kind of trying to focus on the phone. She told me, can you come in? What happened? Get your ass in. You know, and the thing was, Ben, our new morning anchor, had just come in. And he was, he was stretching to stay on the air, but he's got a little, little kid who's waiting for daddy to come home Christmas, you know, and I'm thinking I got to, I got to get in, you know, so pot of coffee in the shower. I, I didn't shave and I'd been off for several days. I didn't care. I just give me the Gatorade, the Excedrin. And I got into work and my head was pounding. I haven't watched the air check, but the first like hour or so, you know, you can tell I'm just like, please, I don't want to throw up right now. Just any break I had, I'd run into the break yeah. room and I think I grabbed any, like a muffin, just something to get down. And then after a while it settled in, but I, I got home, you know, I told my kids, I texted them obviously. And I think I, you know, finally got home late in, in the afternoon, whenever. And I'm on the sofa and my kids came over and I think I watched them open like a couple of gifts and I was out. I woke up and it was like, they, they were leaving. They'd covered me with a blanket like that. Love you. We'll, we'll be back. Like, just get your rest. And I was thinking, what it, this year? Well, you know what, Rory? And, and it reminds me of um, that's why you are who you are. That's why you are the anchor man. Um, you can do Monday through Friday and you can get through the shows. But when there are events like the flood and events like the Christmas Day bombing, the perspective, the layers, the history, that's what that's where you you earn your money. I mean, you're you're you have to be Rory Johnston has to be on the air Christmas morning because a bomb blew off 
in Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm a Channel 5 guy, and I know Rory's going to be there. So yeah. that's, right? That's kind of yeah, what I mean, you give up. And is, I know you're not complaining, no, but, but, but you is. know that's part, part of the, part part of the of gig. The you know? It is part of the job. And there you deliver. Sometimes, I'll tell you this, the day, speaking of some having some drinks, the, uh, the day Steve McNair died, July 4th. Oh, I, worst day of my professional career. I was at um, my cousin's out near Lebanon, big place, you know, big party. Big party. And my ex at the time had said, have fun. I'm going to drive. So she's got the driving duty. So I'm with my cousins and, you know, we're having yeah, a good time. Sure. Pool and having a good time. And then, you know, somewhere halfway. And we, it's a big open area and we had fire. We had bought fireworks. We we're going to do the fireworks show. And someone called from the house, said, Rory, you need to get up here. I had I, I I ran in and saw and Scott Arnold was was our weekend anchor mm-hmm. who who's on do, did a great job was on the air and I paused for a second and thought oh, I I've got to get in but I realized there was no way I mean I was yeah no you've got I to was, also make that call I was too far along you know yeah. I you know I knew where it was <laughs> yeah. like no, no this no. this is going to be a few hours before I'm anywhere close to yeah. to being able so I met, and I remember thinking as horrible as the story was but I feel like. God, I let him, you know, I let him down. I let him, I need to be there, but they were in good hands. And, and but you get that, that, you know, rush of like, I've got to be there. Sure. Well, and, and that evening that I, I did a live shot at 10 o'clock in the yeah. rain that evening. No, and, yeah, and, uh, rain. and so, it, you know, the story went on for hours. I, uh, I was at the, I had a similar story. I was at Richland country club with a friend of mine and, uh, and had just gotten in the pool and my flip phone had seven missed calls and so I put the phone down. I said, oh, somebody's blowing me up, but I'm, I'm getting in the pool first. So I get in the pool, and I'm laying there and uh, against the side, and this little girl comes up to me, little Pippi stockings, and she looks at me, and, and Rory, she says, looks at me and says, do you know Steve McNair's dead? And I said, what? <laughs> Who says that? And the father came up and said, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Um, we know some Metro cops. There's a lot of buzz going on that Steve McNair has been shot and killed. And my daughter overheard that. She knew that you worked at a news station. I'm so sorry that I, I said, no, no problem. So I got out, saw the calls. I had not started right. celebrating wow. July 4th. And I remember driving back to East Nashville with my now wife and silence, just trying to process yeah. and trying to get ready to go there. And I remember like you, I had not shaved for a couple of days. And I went down there and, and uh, to Lee Street at the at that condominium thing, and I remember it's the very few times in my life that I just had to because I love the guy professionally. I just he was the best to cover. He was I wouldn't call him a friend, but he was somebody that that we dealt you know had a good relationship with. And I I had to get my crap together. I had to yeah, get my head together. I have to explain to people right. and all these rumors flying very about this emotional. girl and all this. You have to, and I remember I have the air check that said, I remember saying, uh, there's so many rumors going on, but it would be irresponsible to air those until we can confirm them. And maybe I'm getting my butt beat on this story. I don't know. I don't care. No, I want to no, be right one, about it. I don't care either. I wouldn't anyway, care either. That's so, there's a time and a place for that. It was, it was, a, it was an awful, awful, awful day. What other buzzkills can we wow. talk about? Sorry, Joe's wah, over here. Wah, 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 wah. Why couldn't you work here when Mayor Bill Boner was <laughs> in charge? <Hey-o>. And <laughs> worked on that one every night. 
Oh, I got some other story. We'll have to. Is there an after hours, uh, yeah, after we? dark version of this podcast? Because I got some stories. I, once I got divorced. Oh, oh God. It's a whole new I lived world. downtown after I got divorced. And I had no. And it I, was. Honestly, guys, I was, yeah. I was so naive and clueless. Like, oh, I'm going to get back out to the dating world. Yeah. Oh, boy. How did that go? <laughs> it's still going, still brother. Going. It's still going. <laughs> to be continued. Hi, I'm Rory. <laughs> hey, I'm let's here. get to, because uh, yeah. uh, Rory's got to get to work. Um, ready? We have, what do we have, Joe? We have questions. Ask your questions. Time for questions. 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 We have questions. Joe, go ahead. So you're talking about your love of live music. Yeah. Uh, where are you hanging out watching it? And what bands, what's okay. what's in your, uh, you still listen to a CD? Or are you a total download uh, guy? No, I'm a download guy now. What's, what's, um, where do you go watch your music uh, and what are you listening to now? Um, I, I'm still kind of a classic rock guy, but I'm, you know, look, I'm a yacht rock guy too. Yeah. So bridge. I love, I love. <laughs> Channel 14. Man, I love uh, all that stuff. But uh, Third and Lindsley always yeah. has, you know, I mean, I love, the basement east now and then has some good places. I'll go any. There are new this Wheeler's Raid Distillery in Nolansville has some good bands, and now I want to go to the Mule House in Columbia. They're booking some good bands. They're all over, but Third and Lindsay's been my go-to. They know me there. Unfortunately, they see me coming, but a lot of cover bands over there. You know, they've got a great Steely Dan cover band that's playing this best. Friday night called Twelve Against Nature. Yeah. I've been watching these guys for years, and that stuff's hard to play live. And these guys are just so tight. They got an Eagles cover band. They got a Journey cover band. Fleetwood Mac. They got a couple. There's yep. one local world turning, and there's another one out of uh, Atlanta. Fleetwood. There's a couple. There's, um, I mean, all these bands. There's a Toto cover band out there right. playing around. But you, it's just great. I, but I like to listen to original stuff too. So where you know, Steely Dan, uh, July 13. I already have my tickets. I'll be there too. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, go see the real show. But um, there. so there's a lot of really good. Uh, bands and you get to know some of these session players after a while you know they're all they're just so talented again nashville nashville and robert's western world is my you know perfect if someone's coming to town uh you know i'll, I'll take them to robert's for so sure. i heard third and lindsley is about to end it it's going to be another that's rebuild. what i've heard oh yeah, no that plot of land there it's uh, a beautiful owner. corner right there yeah. at second and third which you can just look at the landscape yeah. and go or third and lindsley but yes, whatever the name of the place <laughs> i didn't mean to, yeah. didn't mean to throw you joe <laughs> oh a third called. and lindsley yeah is that why it's called that <laughs> okay but you can look He's and see that on, this this yeah. ain't gonna last man you're gonna be uh, <laughs> there's gonna be a crane outside there's also door. a place that used to be called 12th and porter is that where oh, that was so good yeah but anyway, that's the answer to that. Across the street from the Love Pub. You remember that? <laughs> oh, there's one, two, three, and uh, Faison's all right. and all that. Okay, Big Fire War away. Grandpa. Okay, um, biggest pet peeve, or one of them? Professionally, personally, all of no, Personally, uh, just, you know, oh, uh, driving in the left lane. Yes, driving in the left lane. Sure. I mean, just on the way here. Yeah. Come on. Or not using your signal. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Just the basics. Just common sense. Courtesy. Yeah. So, uh, Rory... We're in our fifties. Looks great. Yeah. You, you maybe have a little triathlete going on. You got a good workout. You got a good diet going on, and you always dress well. That's what I wanted to comment on. Your suits always look great. It really sucked when he came in because where, where do you I, get, I I, I kind of had a you look, I had a reputation no, for that. You and now, still and now, do. No, and I, then right, then this guy blows in I'm out doing. of Indy, and I'm I like, don't know what I'm doing. Spells his name a uh, R H O R I or whatever. Some Gaelic thing. When I got into 
when I got in TV weather, John gave me about 25 of his ties because I, I had actually. no ties. Yeah. So that's a big All deal. Clip-on. The JTG Studios are John's XTV closet. So that's kind of how <laughs> little but how big it is. <laughs> where do you, A, where do you get your suits? You know, you can do them so many ways now. You, you picture yeah. one going to the suit shop, uh, but that's not how you do it much anymore. Well, What's your game plan? You know, back in the day, we used to get something called a clothing allowance. Yeah, that was so 1990s. Yeah, <laughs> you know, which which was nice, but yeah. uh, that's all gone now. It's new, you know, and I understand it's budgeting. So, you know, I it's smoke and mirrors, man. I mean, the stuff I wear, I do not spend a lot of money. I do not except my shirts are the only thing that I will spend a little bit of money on, and I get them from this Charles Turwit. Thrit or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BritishCTShirts.com. And only when they're on clearance, and I'll buy a bunch. And then I bring them to, uh, I've got a tailor after I wash and dry them, and they shred. I bring them. So I spend a little money to tailor my shirts. That's it. The the suits I'll buy anywhere that's on clearance. Uh, I will say, you have to be careful, guys, because a lot of these suits that are cheap are polyester, and I'm just not. Buy 100% wool, but you can find 100% wool anywhere. Joseph Abe. All these websites, especially during the during the pandemic, no one was buying suits. Right. So I loaded up. I mean, we're talking $79 for a suit, and then I'll spend another 40 bucks to have it tailored. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Right there. What about ties? Ties anywhere I can find them. There's a tie bar guy. That yeah, tie bar. Com and you but get... see, now they're, are, are they narrow? Are they going wide? Well, yeah. But I've that's, got a, that's a, that's a good point. I buy them all the time. I buy yeah. them, and I, usually people will be surprised, under $10 for a tie. I just, Pennies per serving. Right? Yes. Pennies per serving. And what's going to happen if it shows up in a, okay, I'll just give it to Goodwill. It's just nothing. Right. You know. Sure. So the key for men is get it where you can, but find you a good tailor and maybe yeah, a good just, dry cleaner. Just make sure it's it's fit well. There you go. That's all. That's you know, a big don't, deal, don't, man. Uh, and I used to buy. I used to be a forty-four regular guy back in the day. Big, you know. Uh, really? Yeah. Because you know the nineties. Remember? The, yeah, yeah. The, the bag. You kind of had the the, no, yeah, the uh, shoulder yeah, pads a little no, bit. No, yeah. No. Get a fitting, you know, wide. Yeah, yeah the a, wide lapels oh. and stuff like that. Like flying nun. If I caught a good wind, <laughs> I'd, I'd take I'd take off. Um, nickname growing up, um, if any. Well, in high school, it was Chuck. But, what? Yeah, Chuck. But like Chuck Taylor, like you. I don't no, know. as in Charlie Brown. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that's it's kind of sad. I know it is, I'm but it's sad. actually funny because there, I went through a phase where I just couldn't do anything right. You know, the clumsy, yeah. the big feet, hoo And <laughs> one of my good buddies said, "Man, you're like Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. You're like Charlie. We, we love you, but you are." Ch-. And so he just Chuck, started like calling that. me Chuck okay. or, or Charles. And there's only a handful of people, but I still answer to it because it is what it is. And I know people like, oh, man, that's... Chase, start playing Janice Ian 17 over this bit, please. (laughs) Anyway, Chuck. Chucky. That's good. Oh, it's me. Yeah. Um, You like to go out? You're doing your thing? Yeah. One of your favorite hotspots, restaurants in town? There's been so many new ones. I know. You mentioned Midtown Cafe. You probably got your go-tos, though. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I, I love, I like the old school places, you know, like I've, I've met and, and I've known Mike Kelly owner, Jimmy Kelly's sure. yeah. house forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they, they're so not, and you know, I know it's old school, but I love going. No, to, it's solid. It's great. I love going to sit at the bar there and chatting with the guy, you know, long, you want to talk about long time people who've been there and know Nashville. I love stopping in there. It's easy on, if I'm on dinner break, there's so many good places though. Ernest, I love in Wedgwood, Houston, 
buddy of mine is co-owner of it. it used to be Hemingway's. It's now Ernest Hideaway. I did not know it switched because I, 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 I went yeah. there a couple of years. I got my hair cut for a while there, yeah. and I would stop and by it's there. It's E-A-R-N-E-S-T. Did you know they had to pay the Hemingway family, whatever, to no. use the name Hemingway, like oh. a portion of their, yeah. So they huh. got out of that, thank goodness. And we'll be right back. It's the second cup of Joe and John as their guests expound on any and all topics within the realm of decency. Want to be a sponsor? Let a TV and radio guy help build your business. Email the show, John at gmail.com. Now, hold on tight and grab another second cup of Joe and John. I went for the first time the other night to Folk in East Nashville. Love it on Meridian. And yeah, uh, yeah. And I, you know, I live That's a Roth and Daughters. Uh, yeah, I, uh, and I'd heard all about it and I just don't get up there. And finally, I went for dinner. And let me tell you, I will be back. It was phenomenal. The way the crow flies from Channel 5, that's probably a it's mile close. and a half. It's not it's even, right but right you don't realize here. that. Yeah, I know. No, it is absolutely so, fantastic. It's, again, like we were talking about the new Nashville. I remember when I could keep up, like, hey, there's this place called Adele's open up. Jonathan Waxman from New, you know, yeah. and now I've lost track. Sure. You do so many yeah, opening. Really and yeah. So I'm game, though. Building send, it send is. me the list of recommendations. Good. Here's my final question. Yes, sir. Do you have any hidden talents? Something that uh, I know you're funny. I know you're goofy. You like to, but do you play the ukulele uh, or something? Yeah, I don't know. It's so weird you said that. All right. Or do you? I, I have the weirdest. <gasps> you do because we talked about no. this at the pool. What, it, what was when the you were talent? Over, like, was last it Hambone? Year. Did I mention Hambone? Or what was the that, talent? That's my nickname. My my high school yeah, nickname. I, no, did someone does, in seventh what, what, grade what, taught me how to do the Hambone? Oh, you, I didn't know that was the and thing. It was okay. seventh grade, and this guy Wilson God, was, was doing weird. And some people do different. It's the slapping of the thigh up. May I? Yeah, please. If I can still do it. Yeah, okay. I don't even know if I Oh, he just pulled a hammy doing the ham bone. Oh, God. I'm going to put the microphone down. Do you have to put your... Okay. All right, here we go. I don't even know if this is going to pick up. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see. So you just do the... This is a first, by the way. So you start with just kind of the... Like that. That's pretty good. You are so glad this isn't on YouTube. Hey! hey. Nice. Yes! I haven't done that in a while. That was outstanding. Anyway, you're supposed to get a rhythm and do it with people, and I've never really done it. I just knew that it was kind of cool. And <laughs> What's funny? And you do like a hammo, hammo. That was you know. perfect. I love that. Oh. It's very good. 10 o'clock tonight during the second block. Please. During They throw to weather. Please. Rory's going to go, Yes. why does my hand... What did I do to myself today? Why am I? Why am I bruised in my? <laughs> Wander onto the weather set. And you do 30 you seconds. asked for a, a weird did. hidden talent. Oh John. my god, that was solid. That was excellent. That was that was so great. So uh, let's let's. Uh, so those are questions. Yeah. Thanks, um. Th- no. Thanks for playing. Hey. Good, by the way, you guys. Good luck with this. Um, That's fun. And thank you for well, asking you. me and, and yeah. let me hang out. And uh, I hope. Everybody who's listening, tell a friend, subscribe to their podcast. Share it. These are good guys. I appreciate that. They we have won't... stories to tell. It's on, the, uh, it's on the Apple Music. It's on the Spotify <laughs> and uh, all the buzz things that you can yeah, get. Yeah, whatever it the is. buzz things. And, it's, uh, and we will ask if you can, uh, if you can 
Re- retweet that. Um, <laughs> Excuse me, I'll drop pardon me, pardon me. Uh, I think we got a news channel five alert breaking news on the Watch on the Rory tank. phone. Yes. Um, uh, that's so inside baseball, <sighs> but yeah, now you, know, <laughs> you should <laughs> we, with with pleasure. <laughs> we, we we bless uh, that that moment. It, warm? it, is, warm it is a little warm in here. Little little warm on here. Um, so look, uh, seventeen years. We you know. Uh, how long do you want to do this? You know, well, my my kids are still in college, so I have to do it. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I'm enjoying it, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm still a young man somewhat, so let's stick with it. That's terrific. I joked with him. I said, you know, you're going to have to drag me out of this building. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> They're like, We're fine with that. So, but yeah. it's your whole team. Yeah. Uh, uh, from Lynn T- Plantagna to yeah, yeah. Sandy Boonstra to all the people running the show here locally are still here. And it's, yeah. it, it's, you just can't convey this enough in a broadcasting world that crumbles in each market where the team split up and stuff uh, that you all have been able to retain and maintain really a great fighting, very fortunate, a fighting yeah. team. You're like the eighties bulls that just keeps going. We're trying, uh, but they do, you know, this, we don't do divas. We don't, we hire, the best people we can find. I mean, Bree and Carrie and Vicky and I and John and Steve sports. I mean, we really do get along. We razz each other mercilessly like we're family, but we really uh, enjoy each other's company, yeah. you know? And again, you were talking, you just can't fake, you know, you can't after a while, people kind of can tell like, eh, they don't like each other, but we, we do. We like each other because we're just laughing all the time. Well, I know you got a busy schedule. You're raising a couple of kids. You got uh, you're you're coming and going. And uh, for you to give up an hour of your day, Rory, yeah, it no mean, means everything, man. I, no. I appreciate. it. Sorry, I, I was a, for the record, I was a little running a little late. They had to wait for me, but I appreciate. That's it. Right. Well, you're doing with college you. kids and doing doing some things. Trying and, to get yeah, uh, you can sleep you know, when you're dead. Apartment applications in uh, for the fall, you know, so uh, my kid has a place to stay. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get it done. <laughs> Nashville's number one news anchor with us today. Oh. It's a great way to uh, spend an afternoon. It's good stuff. Hey, thanks, thanks for everybody dialing in to Second Cup of Joe. And John. <laughs>